Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Day or night, summer or winter, he's the sound of sport in Aotearoa. This is Mornings with Ian Smith on SENZ. Well, an interesting decision was made yesterday for the Commonwealth Games to only have two mandatory sports included at the event. Those are athletics and swimming as their absolute must-go-to core sports. The rest will be left up to the host nation to decide on. So where does that leave traditional sports that we've done well in, like netball, squash, and our focus today, lawn bowls? With us now is uh, Mark Cameron. He's the CEO of Bowls New Zealand. Uh, Mark, good morning to you. Um, Not good news yesterday. Uh, How did you take the news? What was your reaction to it? Yeah, morning, Ian. Um, Oh, look, it was expected. Um, This has been signposted for two or three years now. Um, that the Gom Games needed to needed to uh, I guess adjust their um, the way they present themselves out into the Commonwealth and even the wider market. So not a surprise, um, and it really challenges a sport like bowls and, and others, obviously, to to pick up their game a little bit in terms of how how they go about marketing themselves. Well, because the Commonwealth Games, I mean, the Commonwealth Games medal and bowls, you know, it's right up there. Uh, and it was something uh, a lot of people who uh, were lucky enough to get them, of course, were very, very proud of. And we've got a very good tradition, a good success rate in it. So overall, h- how do you feel that that ex- uh, affects the image of bowls at the elite level? Oh, no, it, it's big for us. Obviously, we, um, you know, we've got a very proud history, uh, most recently with 2018, with um, Joe Edwards winning the, the women's singles. Um, so, so, you know, a really proud history. Um, you know, some people accept though that these decisions are largely taken out of our hands, and and now that we know where they're heading, we need to represent ourselves. And I think, I think for a sport like bowls, um, you know, we need to do some little things, um, and then make some bigger decisions around the um, the disciplines that we that we present. And you know, the little things are uh, you'll see next year at the Com Games that. Uh, all bowlers will use the same colour bowls. Now, you know, that may not sound much to, to most people, but if you're ever watching a game of uh, fours or triples in bowls and you, you'll see eight different colour bowls out there, which is really hard to, to to watch in terms of the TV sport. So do the little things, but at the same time, um, some bigger decisions around our sport in terms of, you know, there's a, there's a move now, and, and quite rightly, um, uh, to uh, mixed gender um, disciplines. Um, so I think you'll see that move. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a move to a shorter game, uh, and I, I would imagine that will come in future Commonwealth Games where we'll see sort of 45-minute, hour-long games as opposed to two-and-a-half-hour. Um, so there's some, you know, some changes that are probably overdue for the, for the sport internationally, um, and you know, the Com Games is obviously leading the way in that, in that, way, in that regard. How do the bowlers regard the Commonwealth Games? Still as uh, a pinnacle uh, alongside the world champs, even maybe more prestigious or not? Oh, mate, they, it, it's they, it's a it's a tough one. I've asked them um, a few times, actually, a few of them, and um, 
you get mixed mixed views. I mean, the world champs is, is every country, obviously. Uh, so that's that's mm. that is a pinnacle. Uh, equally, though, the Commonwealth Games and what it means to New Zealanders um, that makes it a pinnacle. So, you know, right now I'd say it was it was probably equal. Uh, for some players, they'll say you know one over the other, but by and large, they are our two two pinnacle events internationally. Okay, Mark. So let's look at the countries. I mean, like next year is safe. It's undoubted. It's planned. So it's Birmingham. It goes ahead. All full steam for bowls, etc. What countries yep. would you be worried about, say, that would not put bowls into the program? And I mean, obviously, if we were to host it again, I'm not sure where we, whether we will or whether we can. It would be on for us. Australia, I would assume it would be on for us. Scotland, proud history in bowls. What are the what are the venues that perhaps uh, bowls is under the most threat from? Um, look, I, I think we, we're largely, and this is the good thing for bowls, is that by and large, bowls, lawn bowls is a, is a Commonwealth sport. So even when you're getting to India and Canada, um, South Africa, you know, lawn bowls, I, I would, you know, a betting man, I'd say it's on the program. How many disciplines mm. is, is another matter. So, you know, when it gets to Australia or New Zealand or Scotland, I think you'll see lawn bowls feature heavily because the home nation, you know, be eyeing up those gold medals. Um, but uh, in some of those other countries, uh, bowl still features. You know, the Indias, the Malaysias, the South Africans, the Canadas, etc. You know, they are turning up to to um, to events uh, and performing well. So, um, yeah, I, oh, look, I, I think I think we're okay in, as a sport, um, but I think the number of disciplines is is going to be the challenge for our sport and what those disciplines look like. And I'll, I'll throw out Ian okay, as well. Let's look at, um, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, um, and, 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 and we, we do have an eye for the, um, and I know um, other sports have talked about it as well, but 2032 um, Brisbane Olympics and Paralympics. Um, and again, it's, you know, we, I think a few sports have talked about it, but, you know, bowls is one of those sports that's reasonably cost effective to, to produce. Uh, if we can get that television, you know, right, that marketing appeal right, then, um, you know, it could, could well be a, um, an opportunity or an option uh, for for the Olympics uh, and certainly for future Commonwealth Games. Mark, there's a real trend uh, in the Olympics. We've just seen it of late, of course, of uh, what they t- title as urban-type sports like, you know, skateboarding, surfing, climbing, uh, looking at break dancing for goodness sake. Um, and I, I just uh, I wonder where Lawn Bowls sits with that in terms of a youth focus. What are your demographics like uh, in terms of playing numbers and across the board in terms of perhaps the younger audience and, and the younger participants? Yeah, mate, we're, we're, we're very much, um, you know, we, we are uh, that sort of um, at the community level, that age demographic. Um, so generally speaking, it's a sport that most will take up at the, you know, the age of 50 or thereabouts and, and play through that semi-retirement retirement phase. But from an international and high-performance perspective, you know, our, our blackjacks, the average age of our blackjacks would be around that 30 years of age mark. Uh, and we've got a number in that sort of early 20s. So from a, I guess from a high performance, from an international perspective, um, uh, we've very much got a younger demographic, as have other countries. Um, but in, as a community sport, you know, it's, it's you know, it'd be wrong to say that we that our, um, you know, our base or our, our real emphasis um, is in that sort of age demographic. Which tends to go towards your argument before about shortened versions and uh, more exciting, I guess, uh, to look at versions of the game. 
Yeah, and that's what we've um, we've certainly been pushing that Australia New Zealand over the last three or four years. Uh, there was a BPL product coming out of Australia. Uh, in our case, on our shores, uh, we've been promoting this Bowls 3.5, which is that sort of hour-long game. A couple of sets with a tiebreaker if it's exciting, to make it exciting, and um, and really trying to drive that into sort of a community business house twilight type space. Um, but if that sort of sport um, can be, if we get it right, uh, which we have the opportunity to do, if we get it right from a te- television perspective, you know, it could be a, uh, a real real changer for the sport and the community. So bowls numbers are uh, healthy. Uh, I mean, bearing in mind, you know, those demographics you just mentioned before, uh, those, those numbers of participation and that, uh, are, they, are they healthy? You're, you're retaining those? Yeah, well, I mean, we're all getting older, Ian. So, um, you know, we, uh, we're looking for things to do uh, and we can't carry on playing rugby and basketball and cricket and et cetera um, through our sort of later years. So our numbers are really good. In fact, we're, you know, they're, they're almost um, going against the trend for most clubs, club uh, membership sports. Um, the last three years, our membership has, has increased by, and this is just the playing membership, by just over 11%, mm-hmm. um, which is fantastic. Now, you'd... You'd be, I'd be wrong not to say that there's been a... Um, you're always weary about making these statements, but there's been almost a positive COVID effect and that people have been wanting to get back out into the community, into their local communities, and the, and the local bowling club has been, been one of those paths um, that they've taken. So certainly in the last year, 18 months, we've seen some, some significant gains in terms of membership at clubs um, from people in their 40s and 50s, primarily, who are looking to... You know, to do something else now that their, should we say, their main or their other sporting career is is coming to coming to an end from a playing perspective. And the the other thing is um, combined with that because the perception was for a long time, Mark, that bowls was basically an outdoor sport, a, a fine weather sport, a summer sport. Uh, that is now no, no longer the case. It's basically an all year round sport with those fantastic facilities that are popping up around the country. Yeah, yeah, very much so. We um, uh, one of our big ones about three years ago was the Nine Eye Bowling Club down there in the Hutt Valley, and you know that that moved its membership um, by building an indoor facility. Um, that's they moved its membership from around about 250 to well over a thousand now, uh, and a number of clubs around the country have, have adopted that approach. Uh, put a roof over their green, and suddenly their membership's going up because. Uh, you know, people are wanting to, um, you know, play under a roof. Um, they want to play all year round, um, uh, and and primarily to play when they want to play, as opposed to you know you can only play bowls on a Saturday. Well, now they can play bowls, you know, Sunday to Sunday to Saturday type stuff. So uh, when I was uh, a little bit younger, I'll say quite a bit younger actually. Uh, yeah. um, yep. Sports ra- Sports Roundup. Okay, Sports Roundup used to feature. Uh, the Nationals at the Bowls, and you used to have uh, Stu Scott calling the final with a bowl. Uh, yeah, uh, no, yeah, thanks very much for that. Uh, but a bit later than that, a little bit later than Mark. Bowls, does that sound right too? Ian that Birch sounds right. Bowls, uh, that, Ian Birch yeah. at the Bowls. So uh, the Nationals, yep. the Nationals were always the absolute pinnacle for club bowlers in this country. Is that still the case? Please tell me it is. Uh, uh, the, national, the Nationals is absolutely. So singles and pairs and, uh, and the fours. In fact, we've had a real, um, uh, real boost in the last two, three years in that one. Um, I can recall Dunedin in 2018, our numbers around about 550. Uh, this last year when we uh, ran the Nationals, 
uh, was over 1,400. Um, so uh, nationals are still still the big thing. Um, people are turning up. We're you know we're seeing all shapes and sizes, ages, and, uh, and a variety of people um, playing in the nationals. Uh, but at the same time, we've started to move you know move that sort of I don't know that um, uh, we've started to go to the times a little bit in terms of television, and, and that's why you see the three pride product. Um, we've brought in a uh, a Ryder Cup style North Island versus South Island event. Uh, which will take place uh, November over three days down in Dunedin. Um, you know, we're, we're building, building, building a, a few more televised events that we can, you know, throw onto a calendar and, and obviously promote to a, to a wider audience as well. Cool to catch up, Mark. Uh, thanks for your input this morning. Um, I've enjoyed uh, your uh, your up-to-date status on, on the game in this country and the and the fact that you. Uh, looking to uh, to always change and always to progress to attract that new talent. Uh, I really do hope. I since I really sincerely hope it does stay in the Commonwealth Games for a long time to come because I love watching it and we do very well at it. It's as simple as that.